Hey everybody, this is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. Now, I want to, um, before we get started, I wanted to, A, thank everybody for listening to the podcast. I always really appreciate it, but I also want to play you a little something, considering I just finished, um, a rewatch of Gossip Girl. And I want to play you a little piece of the... A little piece of the ending that nobody really pays attention to because of... uh, That actually probably people do pay attention to, but they don't... It's not as celebrated as Dan and Serena's wedding, is what I will say. So I want to play this before um, we have the conversation proper. So here we go. may be rid of Dan Humphrey, but you'll never be rid of me. There will always be someone on the outside wanting to get in. One secret I'll never tell. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Now, the reason I wanted to play you guys that was because I think... I think that there's a tendency to forget that good television is still good television. Good, good entertainment is still good entertainment, and there, there has been this acceptance recently of you know it doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it's good entertainment, will make will, as long as it's good, as long as the source material is good, it will make good entertainment. But we all remember when we were kids and we got made fun of for reading manga in class or, you know, trading anime tapes or any number of things. And some of us got mocked more relentlessly than others. But the bottom line is, is that the reason why, you know, people came to love anime is because it was a, it was a kind of entertainment that up until most people that up until it for most people up until they discovered anime wasn't just wasn't available to them wasn't made available to them it and still to this day there are parts of it there are parts of currently airing anime that are um unique in the way they treat the unique in the way they treat you know character traits um unique in the way they unique in their gaze of characters it's and i i find that all pretty kind of fascinating cuz i'm me 
I've been watching this stuff for decades at this point, and you can't not notice it. So a perfect example um, currently is the um, very adorable, the incredibly honest romance show, um, Hiromiya, and um, that show does something kind of amazing in that it has very... There's very little perspective at the point, at least at the point it's at. It very clearly wants to be about just people falling in love and people being in relationships and the way relationships change from, like, friendship to romance. And I think that's... And it seems like it's pretty honest about what it is. And that's really refreshing because lots of rom-coms and lots of, you know, um, lots of even rom-com anime is not, the love is the end goal, not the thing you, like, live in constantly. Um, Hori, the main girl in that show, pretty quickly is like, I... I like this dude. <laughs> this dude's weird, but, like, I'm into him. And then pretty quickly after that, the, ma- the main dude, I forget his name, um, it's just, like, I know that his first name is Izumi because they make a big deal out of it, but it's just, like, I says, says fairly casually to her, like, I love you, I think I have for a while. And they, the the show is immediately like, okay, we need to spend just enough time in, like, that awkward stage where it's, um, where you get the point and then it's like, okay, we need a story vehicle to move past this because we don't, this is not what we want to spend our time on. <laughs> and I, between that and doing this, massive rewatch of Gossip Girl where I like basically shotgunned as much as I could all six seasons, which is insane and you should never do. But I ended up thinking about just the concept of good entertainment, not just good anime or good TV, but the concept of good entertainment. And I've made some executive choices with the podcast. Um before in this regard, I talked about Queen's Gambit because basically Queen's Gambit is a live action, um, high octane shonen sports anime starring with a female protagonist. Um, what's that? What's that? Um, Karata anime that's really popular. It's got, um, a female that's got a female um protagonist and it's cat to the sports show. It actually is a better way the better way to put it. It Queen's Gambit has a lot in common with something like um with something like Hikaru no Go or something like um what's it called? Um 
something like Climbing Girls, even, then a lot, then it has in common with a lot of other things. It's super stylized. It's super focused on the sport. And the sport is used in the, like, the sport of chess is used to explore a lot of other, um, concepts and emotions and, you know, characters, relations with each other and the world. And it, and even things like addiction and, you know, dependence and all this other shit. And it's, um, what's the best way to put it? It's. It kind of brings you to this realization of, like, like, that's because all those things are just good entertainment. And I think there's a tendency to, in anime, to want to separate, in anime fandom, to want to separate out what's good entertainment, what, what good anime is, compared to what good live-action TV is. When I think that so much about a like fan experience can be rich can be enriched by having more um by having more by having more sorry having a brain moment by having more exposure to different kinds of things and when you stop and you look at like um a huge long running series like Naruto a lot of the best part of Naruto is not really what you think. Lots of people focus in on the characters, and that's because of the primary age demographic of the viewership. But what really stands out about, I've talked about this um, on the pre-taping of um, Uncanny Curves with Lauren and Larry, which you can go find out in whatever you're using to listen to me right now. It's called Uncanny Curve, and it's about um, 19... Right now, it's about 1970s X-Men comics. It, that may change in the future. Um, but... Or that will change. We're gonna, we're gonna do a thing. It's fine. But, um... The... the one of the, like, more amazing things that, um... Naruto pulled off, is it pulled off a ninja Wakanda? <laughs> and what I mean by ninja Wakanda is there's a whole in Naruto in Naruto Shippuden and also it's just like once they reveal it, it's just in Boruto too. Um, there is a village one of the ninja villages is just a ninja village full of black people. <laughs> And it it addresses this, like, need for diversity in that show. But it also addresses... It also, like, it's functionally... It's got different style. It's got... It's got different... It's got a different style. It's got a different vibe to it. The characters feel... Um, what's it called? The, char- the characters feel like they have a different... Um, like they have drastically different backgrounds and an understanding of the world. And later on in actually Boruto, there 
just a biracial character, and everybody just like, oh yeah, her her mom's definitely black, <laughs> and it's this, it it it's this cool thing that a show like Naruto was only able to pull off because it had to run for like a thousand episodes for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And that's that's a function of, you know, and it's the amount of entertainment that needs to be produced there necessitating like, okay, we're gonna have to expand this this scope or else it's not gonna work. It's not gonna go well. And in the case of like but in the case of something like um let's let's go back to Gothic Girl actually. In the case of something like Gothic Girl Yes, the scope had to expand because it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't going to work otherwise. It wasn't going to hold up to scrutiny, so to speak. But it also. But it also does the thing that, like, a good a good, um, you know, anime cast will do, and it like it dives into each of them. Um, and it dives into, like, all their problems, and you get to know all these characters really well by the end. And any good, any good anything you're watching could go either way. And what I mean by that is, you know, Gossip Girl could have very easily been animated, and everybody would have still watched, like, and everybody eventually would have still been really into it in the exact same way because good stories are good stories and the only the thing that really separates out anime particularly is their willingness to mess with the building blocks to get to that same emotional payoff um if you've and have the sa- and mess with the presentation of a good story. So something like, um, so something like uh, let's say Kill a Kill. It that's a really good show, but it 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 uses the frame of animation to its um to its advantage in a way that something like Gossip Girl couldn't. Because Gossip Girl obviously has a different budget, but also it's it's telling its story, A, in a different way. It's tell, it's it, the version of the, of the visual form that it's using. It just it can't do the same things as well as cheap... At, as cost effectively and come up with the same level of product and i what i found so like impressive as an adult with the end of gossip girl is it's like it's like this master class of blending music visuals and like tying up and not necessarily tying up a story, but tying up a story in a way where like you could you as the viewer can walk away, but 
one of the reasons why I started, why I not started watching, I started watching it because I was bored and pandemic and um, mild winter and mild to not so mild winter depression, but also um, just, just, just all around, just like, I need a comfort thing, let's let's dive into Gossip Girl and see how far I make, and all of a sudden, it's the last episode of the last season, oh shit. Um, but it, it's, it's so, its highs are so high, and its highs are so iconic in a way that is super rep- reminiscent of real of a really really good anime you know like the 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 big wedding in the show when Chuck and Blair get married because they're gonna go to prison if they don't is this like moment when you see you know Chuck Bath like the the far and away style icon of this of this show like wandering through the Met in a white freaking tuxedo with a like blue diamond studded bow tie and it's just it's like so over the top and so like I said iconic that it's 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 stunning it it is stunning and then by but also by the end of that episode they use this like soundtrack called um the soundtrack song called kill me from the band pretty reckless which is a really excellent song to like bring you back into the grungy like outcast um framing that they started with and then they just like cut to black and it it the shows like style and the two sides of the coin are so well represented in that moment that it 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 so i also re- recently rewatched Gurren Lagann and Gurren Lagann has this similar thing at the end. Um, you know, uh, Simone finally beats the, like, the, the anti-spiral, and they entrust the, they entrust the fate of, the fate of the universe to him, and he's like, humans aren't that dumb. Boom! But that's not the last shot of the show. The last shot of the show is, you know, Simone is now in his, like, 50s, and he's just, like, wandering the earth, because his wife is dead, and, you know, he may have, he may have, you know, secured humanity's place in the stars permanently, but he still has to keep, you know, his heart still has to keep beating, and he walks away from he walks away from the table because now putting his hand on the table leans the table in his direction. And so he just becomes a dude and the last, like the last, last scene of that thing is him helping some random, you know, 
poor dirt kid open a coconut. <laughs> and he's just like, he starts to be like, do you know? And then he's pausing. He's like, you don't care who I am. I'm just a dude. And that show makes it very clear. And it, it's this kind of melancholy, happy happiness of an ending for a show that is like so for a show that at some point is throwing robots at other that at one point is throwing robots at other robots and it's it achieves that same juxt it achieves a similar juxtaposition to something like um the end of gothic girl that I played for you at the top of the episode and it it's kind of, it should just, I guess if my point is anything here is that good TV and good anime are just good entertainment. So in the same way that, you know, other people made fun of us for, you know, reading manga in class or, you know, being obsessed with anime, in all likelihood, we weren't obsessed with anime. We weren't obsessed with like lots of otaku masks, their obsession with you know, stats about what voice actors played what roles you know, the soundtrack all these little like factoids. The bottom line is the reason why we all love this stuff is because we love the stories, we love the world we love the level of imagination it's not about it's not about the drawn like a drawn picture. It's about the story told with those pictures, and it's about the world built with those pictures. And I, so what I, if you like, you know, a certain if you like a certain type of show, type of anime, or genre of anime. You know, seek that seek pieces of that out in other things. Like if you like sports anime, go watch Queen's Gambit for the love of God. If you like, you know, romance drama shows, maybe watch Gossip Girl. If you like, there's all these opportunities to like branch out and and watch things that aren't in your wheelhouse, but could enrich your experience watching watching anything else you come across. And I I think that that's that that's encouraged far less than it should be in the anime community because the anime community is uh, took it took a long time for us to get to a place where, you know, Marvel comic books are now big green movie hits and, you know, anime is considered to be a cool thing. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't something there with all the stuff that was totally socially acceptable to watch. It just means that the, the scope had been necessarily widened. And on that note, if you like this podcast, you can subscribe to it in um, whatever podcast app you're using to listen to me right now. 
My name has been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio, Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition, and I will talk to you on Thursday.